0: problem isn't in my pants.
1: Bexman. I was riding my bike to work. <laughs> and then a turkey just came out of nowhere. That's uh, crazy. On Auburn Road. Yeah. Just, it, was, it was crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, Esther. I feel like there's should be more to the story, but I don't know how. What'd you I do, to do to this, Esther? No, tur- I... I would. I stopped at first, and I kind of went back. Like, is that a fucking turkey? And then it came at me again. I was like, Oh fuck! <laughs> it's a turkey. turkey. I,
2: w- I was. I uh, was driving to my old job, and uh, I like was driving in uh, the wooded area where like I'm usually not at that time because I was really fucking late this day. Uh huh. And a turkey flew across the street. And into my window, and then almost slipped into my driver's side window, <laughs> and I had to push it out while I was driving, so I didn't have a turkey in my truck. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's all bends after that, oh. so I had to I had to get off, to get the turkey out of there. That's, That's funny.
0: Like, I've only seen one turkey, like around here, around these parts. So you probably don't have any interesting turkey. <laughs> Can on you that. imagine so a guy? It was interesting to me. I was like, shit.
1: Can you imagine a guy, like, in his truck, though, who's, like, hunting, and then a turkey just does that, and he's like, oh, fucking great. he's like, do stabs that. it real fast. You could legitimately
2: do this on the street uh, that I had to take to work, because there would be, like, ten turkeys. Like, like they knew that Thanksgiving was coming, and they always were just like, let's just,
1: like, we're tired of living, like, a bunch of suicidal <laughs> turkeys. Well, I mean, at least that, like, makes sense, that it's in, like, a wooded area. I was, like, next to a busy road in Pontiac, like,
2: yeah, that's a weird That's it's a fucking
1: weird spot for a turkey just show up. That's somebody's turkey.
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, welcome to this issue of Mex Men. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. And today we're gonna be going over the uh powers of X and House of Ten. Or no Powers of Ten, <laughs> House of X Powers uh, House issues of Issues four eight. through six. So the second half of uh of Hickman's intro to his whole story. Yeah. Good. I was you. agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah. I would hope you would agree with me, <laughs> because uh, we discussed this before we, s- we started courting. Yeah. So it'd be weird if you were like, oh yeah, I'm cool with that, like you had no idea. Just, that like, give like, you
1: permission after the fact, like, alright, so. that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, so like if, that.
2: if you're like, no, I don't feel like it, not today.
0: He just has his own plan. We're gonna go over something else. <laughs> I just start talking about schism or something. Some more fan fiction. Yes, <laughs> so I watched Scott Pilgrim the other day. <laughs>
2: uh, but before we get started, uh, we're kind of doing a uh, a thing with different podcast uh, groups right now, and there's uh, one that we're working with specifically that uh, we wanna point out. So, like, if anybody wants to go and listen to him, he's got a very good podcast. Uh, his name's James Bianco, uh, and the show is called uh, Marvel A to Z. And he goes through Marvel characters, heroes and villains, uh, one character at a time, one letter at a time, and uh, posts an episode every two weeks. So yes. go and give him a try. All
1: right. So uh, House of X4 picks up um, right where three left off with the explosion of the ship. What? It, it's not a given. With no. No. What we're both laughing at is that you said House of X starts off where three... Like your no, I said four. Start picks up right where no, three left off. Your voice did a thing. I was clearing my throat. I know you were doing sweating. a Wolverine, <laughs> <laughs> not intentionally. <laughs> How are
2: we still not good at this? <laughs> I
1: don't know, man. It, anyway, it picks up um, right after that explosion. Uh, it shows Xavier and a bunch of other mutants back uh, on Krakoa are trying to make contact with gene and once they do um she's all panicking because of the repercussions of the explosion like it immediately um well the team was scott gene wolverine nightcrawler mystique uh, monet husk and archangel and the blast immediately kills archangel and uh husk it does some internal injury to Nightcrawler and Wolverine's, like, all fucked up. Like, he's, like, lost most of his arm. Yeah,
2: which, uh, at first, I thought it was kind of dumb that, like, hit his arm has adamantium and he lost his arm. But if you go back and look, it it shows, like, his arm's just, like, stripped and it's the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got the cellar.
1: bone. Like, Gene even, like, makes a weird point of saying, like, and Logan is uh, not his whole self right now. <laughs> Yeah, which weird. is like a weird joke to throw in there when you're fucking terrified. Fucking rude.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, my arm just got... Stri- like, it degloved my arm, and you're going to make jokes? Yeah. I'll stab you in the stomach. <laughs> Again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. It was a weird point, though, to make, like, the super complicated space
0: radio that Xavier That's makes. I was, yeah, I was just about to say that shit. That's so fucking over the top.
1: Yeah. When, like, his power before, like, you know, he could just reach his mind all the way to, like, the Shi'ar Empire and talk to Leandra, whenever he wanted, it seemed like. And he's and got now Cerebro. It, yeah. And now he's got to make this whole complicated network of, you know, connections of, of linking Beast and uh, Trinary and Storm
0: for some reason. Just so they um, so can see your face in water, basically. Yeah. Which is also weird. Yeah. Use a fucking video camera cool. or something. <laughs> yeah, it looks cool, but it's like, why don't you just use, like, normal communication things? Like a cell phone. And they're only the distance to the sun. Like, that's,
1: yeah. like, Shi'ar has to be so much further away. It is so much further away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You're like,
0: it's got
2: to be, right? What's closer, something out of our solar system <laughs> or the sun?
1: So, uh, like, it, it, it was a really, um. it was cool but bizarre. And Jean needs Monet, too. Yeah, that Monet was, like, helping amplify Jean's powers somehow. So She's sure that a she telepath, make it. too. Yeah. So, yeah, that was um, weird. But, cool. Like, it just immediately dwarfed all their powers. Um, so, that the X-Men deal with that explosion, and uh, they Xavier's like, well, um, can you still carry out the, the mission? And Scott's like, yeah, well, we fucking have to. There's no way we can't. This is... Pretty serious, and Wolverine agrees. Um, So, the plan is that there's four um, like columns that go from this ring, this collar that holds the mother mold head in place over the sun. Because even the humans are like, if she, if it's crazy, we got to destroy it. But they're not banking on it being crazy, and they need it to eradicate mutants. So, you know, uh, but they have this. In place, and the X-Men know about it, so they're like, well, we're going to remove these uh, columns that hold the head together and let it drift into the sun. And so uh, Scott, Wolverine, Nightcrawler, and Mystique all go to four different sections of the base to remove these uh, columns, or, or collars, as they didn't refer to, but, like, the whole thing is one big collar and uh
2: if you're thinking like how is this a suicide mission they have flowers that teleport them everywhere uh charles doesn't let them take the Kirkoan flowers uh to use as a teleportation gate in case they die without using them and then now the enemy has that technology
1: yeah yeah they wouldn't want mother mold to see that so, <laughs> I'm
2: sorry, but the, uh, I know what you meant by that, but it sounds like that they were trying to not get in trouble with
1: their parents. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wouldn't want Mother to see
1: that. <laughs> no, Mother Mold would uh, be able to analyze what they were if they were to fuck up and fail. Um, so they, they asked Nightcrawler if he's okay, if he can teleport them to their uh, locations and they do. And, um, this... This whole book is pretty dense, and you got to go back and, and read the whole run several times to pick up all the nuances. But uh, it is interesting that like he, he made it a point to be like, okay, the nature part, Mystique's going to go to that because she can blend in easier if she turns into something. And Wolverine, he's going right next to the security part because that's going to have the most men, and he's going to have to deal with that. Which she picks a guard, by the way. They're like, we'll send you to the
2: nature part. You can blend in with anything. Pick whatever you want and to blend in. She's like, I'm gonna pick a guard. No, <laughs> she doesn't blend in anything. That's just it. Well, she's po- the, the there's something about the plan of her supposed to turn into a guard. Then I guess
1: no. it's what she. She was supposed to just blend. Like that's what they said. And but she didn't. <laughs> like it was so stupid. She just looked like herself. She exactly. Then... She just looked like herself in like the nature preserve area. Um, but I'll I'll get I'll get to it in a second. So. Um, Right away, uh, well, the Dr. Uh, Gregor, the, the woman who just lost her husband, she is crying, and Omega uh, Sentinel is like, Hey, I'm just an observer here, so I can't command you to do stuff, but if you don't get up and do something, your husband would have just died for nothing. That dude died in such a badass way, too. He did, yeah. Like, <laughs> he goes
2: in the room... And, uh, they're like, oh, what, like, he, they thought he was just gonna, like, try to shoot him and run him off, and he's just, like, strapped bombs and fucking... Or he made a bomb yeah, out of his gun. M- he
1: MacGyver's MacGyver. a bomb out of his gun. Yeah, exactly what he does. Um, yeah, so, right away, Wolverine and Nightcrawler, they get their collars, uh, detached, and Scott, uh, gets his done after, um... The doctor decides they are going to fight back and everything. Um, and Mystique isn't, like, answering. Because they're all, like, communicating telepathically between each other. And she says something like, uh, I got turned around in this place. So, like, I'm just running behind. And then she's like, wait, something's not right. And she looks over. And the Omega Sentinel and Dr. Gregor are like, ha, fuck you. And they hit, a uh, like, a, a sunroof. Or some shit, in a space station. And immediately, uh, Mystique is sucked into the vacuum of space. She's she's the first one to get killed. And, uh... Yeah. Because she didn't hide. She didn't disguise herself as anything, or into anything.
0: Mystique was the third that died. Uh, was the third that...
1: Oh, I meant the first to die in there. <laughs> she made it in. She... <laughs> yeah. Girl. Obviously... Husk and Archangel died first, but they didn't even make it out of the ship. Bums. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking worthless. <laughs> Although I am, I was wondering, like, what was Archangel going to do with the big old wings in space?
2: it Would be weird. To say, uh, the only thing I could picture him doing is like Pidgeotto flapping his wings <laughs> forward and like shooting. I mean, would still work, right? <laughs> yeah, he could
0: do it. Because he would propel himself. <clears throat> or is there nothing to push? No,
2: I'm but saying Diakons like shoot out trick. his his sharp metal feather wings. Yeah, yeah. At, but like he would just look like Pidgeotto doing Gust.
1: <laughs> he he. It just seemed like he'd be taking up an unnecessarily large amount of space, on like a space station.
0: But I, I don't know. Maybe. maybe he just wanted to go, and they were like, <laughs> "Fuck it, Warren, just go." I mean, he'd be well, he can kick some ass. So if he goes Archangel. Well, he yeah he was
1: Archangel actually. So yeah, don't his uh, wings retract. So that was for nothing, yeah. <laughs> His wings are tracked. But he, he died anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like a bitch. Uh, yeah. Um, Monet, uh, or Monet rather, um, she tells uh, Marvel Girl to hide, though, because they realize the security force is sending ships to the uh, wreckage of the X-Men ship that's docked on the top of the uh, station. And Monet is like, Look, they gotta find somebody here. Otherwise, they're gonna look when they do get here, and then they're gonna find you anyway. So you go to this uh, escape shuttle and or escape pod, and uh, we had to get that right. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a shuttle. It's a pod. It's a pod. A, it's a pod. <laughs> well, that's part of the problem that they have later. So <laughs> it's like you go into there. So when they find me, they'll be satisfied with having found someone. And Jean's all like, but the connection, I can't like communicate with xavier if you're gone and she's like fucking try harder (laughs) that made no sense because she's like oh they'll
0: find you and then she leaves in an escape pod so (laughs) how would they fucking find her she's gone well they'll see that the escape pod's missing it's it's like
1: just being satisfied with having found something means that they're not going to keep looking necessarily and also she had to keep the team telepathically linked so that happens and monet takes on a bunch of guards that Rush the uh, the ship, only to presumably die because they don't
0: show her again. They yeah. said she did die, which doesn't make any sense because she's bulletproof. So what did they fucking do to her?
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. They they all get owned pretty easily in this.
2: Yeah, Wolverine and Nightcrawler just like uh, was it burned alive? Yeah, like, that was they, actually pretty badass. Was it was badass, awesome. but like they're reaching towards uh, uh, the the pin or whatever the thing. And as they're, like, grabbing it, they're burning alive, and he pulls it as they both die. Well, Nightcrawler died
0: immediately. Yeah.
1: yeah like so, a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what happens is Dr. Greger turns on Mother Mold, uh, and Omega-7 was like, are you sure you should do that? She's like, yeah, it'll probably be sane. <laughs> and uh, they start hearing the countdown, and they're... They're like, what are we going to do? Because they're still Mystique's uh, co- like, collar is connected uh, to the mother mold head. And Xavier's like, it's got to go do whatever it takes. And Scott's like, understood. And he's looking out of the window, like almost like he's going to blast it. But they see, he sees Kurt and Wolverine. And they're like, we got this. And there's this really touching moment between uh, Nightcrawler and Wolverine where they're like, uh Wolverine's like, is there gonna be anything for us for, for me on the other side And uh, Kurt's like, yeah, just fucking find me when you get there or whatever like yeah. he's he's like, I've been to heaven. I
2: can show you the tour.
1: And the yeah Wolverine is he's going to hell. I don't know why he right Although it does it's it's an interesting question considering what happens anyway, like whether or not do they go to an afterlife? For a second. Or at all, like... So... Well, according to Deadpool,
2: like, you do. Like, because he, whenever he gets, like, stabbed in the head, he goes to, like, purgatory. And as he's, like, healing, he comes back. Oh,
0: that's weird. And didn't Wolverine fight Wol- his way out of hell before? Yeah, apparently that happens to Wolverine every time he dies. And I thought Nightcrawler away. was immortal since he came back from death.
1: I don't know that he was immortal, but that he could never go to heaven again. At least that was the
0: implication... The, like he when he came die back die or in that amazing X-Men. Yeah, I don't... I feel like Hickman just tosses shit out, out the window.
2: No, he. The, that's literally the whole point of Hickman is that he's rewriting everything. He can do whatever he wants just because he's changing the entire history. Yeah. For all we know with Hickman, Nightcrawler never went to heaven and
0: but they got he out. keep some stuff because uh, Emma did say, I just got rid of him to fuck about Sebastian Shaw. <laughs> yeah, the one thing he keeps is from X-Men Black. <laughs> the the one That's series the that thing. nobody kept anything from, and penance. Well, since when Monet can't just transform into penance, and neither does penance talk either. That was fucking weird. Which, she did it though. Yeah. So,
1: um, yeah. Anyway, Nightcrawler teleports Wolverine out onto the uh, collar, and immediately he bursts into flames because they're right next to the sun, and Wolverine. Yeah, just covered in fur. Yeah. And <laughs> can you imagine how that smelled? Uh, I, I don't know if you can smell at that point. Like, his olfactory senses probably immediately start burning away, too. Oh, for him, but for Wolverine, he's got super smelling.
0: Well, all his hair is burning, too. Right, so his, burning his is burning, too. He
1: probably doesn't know if what's him and what's Nightcrawler. But he starts cutting at the uh, the collar, and uh, Mother Mold cuts on, and it start, starts to talk about, like, comparing like with humans created it then humans must be god and then that must make uh mutants titans and something about how they both are uh like it's judging both humanity and mutant kind and it's finding them both wanting and it actually and i didn't catch this the first few times i i uh read it but The um, Mother Mold shoots, like, some weird cord out at Wolverine, trying to stop it from destroying the the Column. And he he still gets through it, and Mother Mold's falling into the uh, sun and says that, like, we've stolen your fire, Olympus, and we'll burn you all. And then it gets destroyed. So it wanted to kill everybody. So that was probably a good thing that they destroyed it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so Wolverine dies right there. Oh, because they turned it on prematurely. They weren't going to turn it on yet. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know,
1: grief-stricken doctor just lost her husband's, like, fucking fuck mutants and hopefully it's fine. Yeah, yeah.
2: She just want to murder everybody at that point. Yeah. Once her husband was gone.
1: Um, so Scott watches that happen and he's like, alright, uh, it's done, but we've lost a lot for it and he's trying to devise a way where... You know, he and Gene can still get out of there, and he's like, Look, uh, I can find some sort of like EVA suit and use my powers to get out to you. And then once I get to the pod, we can, like, I'll shoot it from there and you hold it together. Like, he's trying to devise this plan as he's running, and that's why it's important to the pod. For a shuttle, it have self propulsion. But see, <laughs> Scott, Scott's plan is like, he knows it's not, and he has to propel it. Um, meanwhile, there are a bunch of Sentinel drones that were off on Mars that were mining natural resources to help build this station that they had called to come and deal with the X-Men, and they're just now starting to show up. Um, and Scott gets shot by uh, um, okay. Omega Sentinel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because she, she shoots him with the nanites, and she's like, um, hey, I... I know the nanites aren't going to kill you because you're too strong, but right now they're stopping your powers, so you are fucked. And he's like, it doesn't matter. We did what we came here to do. There's no point in keeping me prisoner. And yeah, it's such doc- a badass line. <laughs> yeah. And the doctor's like, you think I'm fucking keeping prisoners? You killed yeah. my husband. Like, we don't take prisoners. Yeah. and just Shoots sh- him right in the face. Yeah. and He just keeps getting shot in the face and stuff, man. Uh, he got <laughs> shot in the face. uh uh like three times now? At least twice this year. Twice this year, yeah. But he also uh in the ultimate universe he gets shot in the face at a rally. Yeah, and I assume the uh Age of Apocalypse
2: Cyclops got shot in the face at some point. Oh, I don't know what happened to that guy. Yeah, I mean he just had one eye though, so I'm assuming he got shot in the face.
1: Never came across a pair of scissors apparently. But, you know. The long hair. was a the, the weird decision. Like, like a pro wrestler. There's <laughs> like a weird thing pro wrestlers do. Where they just all have long, like, Fabio hair. Yeah, I don't know. It goes, it's like when you get big muscles, you gotta get the hair too. Yeah. Maybe, like, if they can't get their neck big enough, it just helps hide their neck so it doesn't look so <laughs> awkward.
2: <laughs> yeah, they just like, it's too small. I gotta grow my hair. Or maybe they're getting their muscles from their hair, because that's what the Bible told me, how Oh, Samson! It. Yeah,
1: because yeah. <laughs> it is so weird. It's like I'm like the manliest man you could tell by
0: my long and luscious locks. <laughs> so you said you brought up the Bible. Was, you were like Samson. I immediately thought Jesus. <laughs> like, Dude is buff. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to get those hanging on.
2: Yeah. Want to get those hanging on the cross abs. You know? <laughs> have you, abs. Have you uh, seen that picture of Jesus who is on the cross? But he's ripped, and he breaks off the two sides of the cross. <laughs> no. Dude, I'll, I'll have to show it to you later. But anybody who's
1: listening, Google Jesus Breaks Cross. So, yeah. Uh, Cyclops killed by bullets. And then uh,
0: Jean is killed by robots.
1: Yeah, I think she, she dies first. No, she she's the last to die. Oh, I thought yeah, because, I remembered
0: him watching her, but. It was, like, opposite because he was talking to her. He was like, I'm not going to make it. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And uh, that's when all the drone sentinels make it around her pod and start breaking into it. That was a cool image. It shows, like, the sentinel head just pop in through her pod. <laughs> yeah. Looking right at her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it, it is, it is a weird nerfing of her power, though, because she was so powerful that she rejected the Phoenix Force. And, like, well, like they and literally it just happened earlier. They
2: literally busted her back down to Marvel Girl.
1: Well, I just thought she decided to take up that mantle again. Like,
2: I'm not, from what it seems like to me is that Hickman is pushing everybody back 15 years. Yeah. He, he's done it to Scott and he's doing it to Gene. And, like, he's trying to get everybody before, like, the Bendis era and before
1: uh, Second Coming and all that, like, before House of M. Yeah, so uh, Xavier, of course, though, crying because they all experience it all happening. Was he crying? Yeah, he was. he got the
2: helmet on. He might fake have just tears. been. Oh, I know, but I could see him just that he has, like, crying things in his helmet so he can <laughs> he fake, fake, fake being Yeah. Uh, so uh, those were crocodile. Everybody. Everybody's thinking he's
1: crying. He's not crying. Yeah. Yeah. But, and then he says. I wish no. somebody would shoot him in the face.
0: <laughs> and he goes through it and says no more. And like that's the end that was dope when they did that no more talking about like how people just killed so many mutants in the past
1: yeah uh, because they bring up like every genocide of
0: mutants yeah I'll read this the uh, quote it's like narration panel every victory ash every triumph defeat they've murdered so many of us the world has grown used to it this is just how things are for those people for mutants no more and then the next page just no more yeah, yeah that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. No more.
1: I, it's sort of obvious what they're doing and how they're phrasing it. Like it's set up to be like a no more mutants thing, but just no more in general. Like, yeah. but they want no to be as atrocities. iconic as, you know, when she said that. Uh, they yeah. want to like copy the
2: iconography, and they're just same word. Use the same word. Should
1: work. It worked the first time. Yeah. Say it again. <laughs> Although, it would have been pretty metal if he was just like, no more humans. And they just decided that they're going to, like, it's mutants against humans now. Just all out war. That'd be interesting. That, that'd be a short war. Oh, oh. <laughs>
2: like, the, I mean, the Avengers kind of balance it. But they should be. I mean, they're
1: not humans. No. Well, that's interesting. Because that's, that's the direction the book kind of goes in. In an unofficial way. Um, so anyway, uh, powers of 10, this book made me sad. This one did. Yeah. Well, I think the last one, uh, we just covered, um, four for house of X, probably the best individual book of the, the run and they ruin it with eggs in this one. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They, what, uh, what I'm talking about is that, um, well, no, it's not this one. It's the next one. Is it the next one? I thought it was this mm-hmm. one because they bring them this back. This one's
0: a lot of exposition. They I do. It was your favorite character egg. Gold egg. <laughs> egg. Hey, <shut> <laughs> <you> <laughs> so uh, can I offer you an egg in these times?
1: <laughs> so it goes back to uh, to one. the first year of the X Men. Xavier and Magneto go to recruit Sinister.
0: That was a fun moment that was dope See, he writes really good characters he like he writes sinister great well sassy sinister yeah, yeah. I, I like well, sassy sinister. fabulous sinister because they yeah.
1: get there and there's the sinister century who's like oh what are you doing here and he's like look while we have a lot of resources no we don't have time to give it to sad people over sad things he was <laughs> and, making sad of Xavier. <laughs> and he's like oh and great you wore a cape so clearly you don't have an appointment because who has that while having the other? <laughs> that was a great line. Um, and then he starts like, they're like, we want to speak to Sinister, and he's like, well, I am Sinister, so like, yeah, be more specific. They're like, the one in charge. Is like, all right, well, maybe you, but not the sad boy in the sad chair. And then Magneto starts jacking him uh not Jacking him. <laughs> <laughs> not off. Up. Whoa. Oh, oh. he, he jacks him up against the wall because
2: he's wearing armor. You know, he jacks him off against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: he's like, "Do fuck it, we don't have time for this. Take us to your leader, bitch. Is basically his tone. I can't believe Hickman wrote that. <laughs> right? <laughs> bitch. <laughs> so they go, they go to Sinister and he's like,
0: I love that cape. <laughs> like right away. He, it. he was like, Stop. Before you go any further, I have to make one thing perfectly clear. I love that cape.
1: <laughs> he's like, Why don't I have a cape? And then there's like a butler sinister next to him. He's like, I know, it's a, it's a travesty. I've always said you should have a cape. And he's like, Really? Why don't you bring it up? He's like, uh, Slipped my mind. And immediately he's like, Execute this man. <laughs> and then would like, oh, The other sinisters just start ripping him apart. It's fucked up. And was he say, he says something when he
2: introduces himself about how he's, like, fabulous or something.
0: Oh, it was the next semester.
1: Oh, no, no, he did, too, because they're like, hey, we know about your work recording the uh, the world's genome. And he's like, okay, well, I guess I'm not, like, well, he says, how do you know about that? And are like, well, we just know. We have our ways. And he's like, I guess I'm not surprised where it's getting out. I'm pretty fabulous. Yeah. yeah. Or I do <laughs> or, uh, I do great amazing work. work. Or, yeah, I do amazing work. Um, so he's, I I like the way he writes Sinister, he's pretty funny. Um, but he's against their, uh, their plan, because he's like, fucking, I tried, uh, introducing mutations before, I didn't like what it did, fuck, fuck the mutant gene, I want nothing to do with it, and then he gets killed by the mutant Sinister, who's wearing a cape.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, oh, yeah, he sucks, but I'm in. (laughs) Yeah, so it's me, the Sinister with the mutant gene. And if you must know, my mutant power is overthrowing tyrants and being absolutely fabulous. That yeah. one, yeah. And Magneto's like, I can see that.
2: Like and he if got he a hard didn't on for Sinister, and if he didn't already have the cape, it would have sprouted out of his body at that point.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so uh, they decide that while he's still going to be collecting the genetic material from everything, he's going to make sure he's collecting genetic material from all the mutants that he can. And uh, Xavier's like, you're going to do this, and we're even going to help you with some of those samples but you're going to forget this conversation happened until I want you to remember. And then they leave bar sinister and it actually gets uh, brought up later um, because there's a, a part where uh, Moira's like journal explains some stuff and she's like, yeah, those Magneto and Xavier are just on their own went to talk to sinister and, and recruit him. And I was like, don't do that. <laughs> so she's remembering from that uh, ninth life with the Apocalypse that Sinister fucks them over. Yeah. So she's actually against it. So I know that was one of the things we were talking about before. Like, fucking, of course, Sinister like betrayed everybody. <laughs> but and, which like,
2: Sinister? Yeah. <laughs> like, fucked them over before. Maybe it was the one of the ones that didn't have a cape.
1: Well, one of the Sinister secret things, too, like, alludes to that the mutant Sinister is also brainwashed way before they get there. sinister <laughs> secrets. Sounds like they sell uh, underwear with holes in
2: it.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, that's one of the weird side things that get added to those books because they, they have so many just side articles or like diagrams that like look cool, but kind of just pointlessly increase the page count.
0: Yeah. there's a lot of pages in these books.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that we <laughs> reading,
2: <laughs> they just kept putting pages, it wasn't. I wanted there to be no pages in this
1: book. So then uh, the story jumps ten years into the future, um, and Xavier takes Cipher to Krakoa, and he's like, "Doug, I'll yeah, Doug,", Doug. <laughs> and uh, he's like, "Hey, uh, you talk to it. We're pals, but like, I can't get through." to him uh so much and he's like yeah all right so i get it like you're missing the nuances of language so uh they find out that krakoa is upset because it used to be a one entity and it got split into two when some uh like hell bad guy things showed up and ripped the <laughs> land into they're not really great at it like he just calls it the en- enemy no uh, apocalypse was the good guy oh, in that okay. scenario uh, apparently apocalypse fought on behalf of the world to put the demons like back to their hell or whatever and he his four horsemen uh, were left on the other island to to like guard it so like his original four horsemen ha- haven't died they've always existed and they're on that island um uh, 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 a rocco <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was like Krakoa and Arako. Yeah, yeah and they, they had a different name when they were formed together. This, there Okara. Was they were Okara, and they got split into Krakoa
0: and Arako. There was a dope part. When Douglas is going to talk to... Uh, I don't know why I called him Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded weird to <laughs> me. like I called him Because he's your son. Douglas Ramsey. He was walking up to Krokoa, who is now looks like one of those trees in Mortal Kombat with the face. Yeah. <laughs> but he was passing his hands along the the like foliage or whatever or the plants and they like changed because he's got a warlock hand so it looks like all technical yeah and they changed to show you know i don't know it looked like they were speaking which is pretty sweet
2: i don't there was also like i don't know it seemed like there was some type of transfer of the like uh warlock virus like to kakoa
0: yes i took that as he was like reading like they were communicating together and that's the plants yeah,
1: I but I think his his existence in any situation he's always doing that. He's always like trying to or like absorbing the like
0: the language around him. Yeah. But I I thought it was dope how they like you, you see it. It was just yeah. such a little thing. Cuz Pepe is fucking awesome.
1: Pepe. <laughs> he is, man. He's a re- I think he he's up there with like favorite artists like he they didn't he do um the extermination books too
2: I know he did he I think he does a bunch
1: of x men stuff he's good <laughs> He's it's really good a uh, lot of simplistic design but uh, like complicated too like it's like this weird mix of like like a lot of stuff's going on and he makes it look easy um anyway the after that like xavier's like all right cool so now that you guys know how to talk to each other you stay here and create a whole language and uh i'll be back yeah he's already in the <laughs> plane which
0: i thought was hilarious he like hops in the plane. He's like all right you stay here here's a bag Peace. yeah and i mean i guess Krokoa can just
1: make him food and stuff so it's fine but yeah but he's just got to be a vegetarian <laughs> yeah for... like can you imagine that though like you just go on a trip with somebody and they're like all right later yeah <laughs>
0: You stay like
1: that's your life now. I mean, could you imagine though? You're trying to learn to talk to somebody,
2: and the only thing you can eat is parts of them.
1: <laughs> that is also true. Because uh, he makes it a point later to be like Krakoa isn't a plant. It's it's a animal. It's a person.
2: Yeah, and they they say later that uh, with the uh, coffee beans, this is jumping like way ahead. But oh yeah yeah. Like I would like I wouldn't have that coffee because I've seen how it's made.
1: Yeah, they were fiending off of that coffee. Oh, and New Mutants, yeah. Yep. So, uh, it jumps ahead again to um, a thousand years into the X Men time, and it's showing the uh, Phalanx, um, which is weird because they look like uh, Warlock. So I'm wondering if like the whole techno-organic virus thing is somehow related to the Phalanx.
0: Yeah, didn't Could, you see? They have that on there. It says they made them.
1: Oh, yeah? Oh, then I missed that. Was that one of the diagram pages or whatever? Yeah, it shows yeah. like
0: uh, that the Technarch was right below the Phalanx or something like that.
1: So the Technarch is the techno
0: organic virus? Yeah, the Technarch is Warlock's uh, race or whatever. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. All right, well, then that makes a lot more sense now. Especially considering that once they took a copy of that guy, they made a exact replica of the way that in. New Mutants, they used uh, Warlock to make replicas of the uh, New Mutants. Yeah, and uh, at the end of Dead Souls, yeah, which you can go back and listen to that episode if you haven't. Yeah, plug your own stuff. I like it. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was a Halloween special. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the the Phalanx are um, sort of convening with humans or or post humans of that time because the humans are like well we want to be a part of what you are because that's ascension for us like that is the greater thing we can't know that that exists and not reach for it and the phalanx are basically like well we don't care what you hope for you either will be able to or you won't be able to um and it's a weird way that Hickman goes about explaining it, but what basically happens, like the humans create a, um, a technological shell that they upload their consciousness to that the phalanx can absorb because they can't absorb organic materials. So...
0: <laughs> it's kind of so they'll live forever, basically. Or yeah, and the will.
1: idea is that the the consciousness of humanity in that culture will live on forever within the phalanx. But the cost ends up being that they need to eat. And so they're going to eat all of the world to, to do that. So you lose the ability to have the reality uh, progress. But the idea of you lives on forever, literally. And you become part of the phalanx, which then... Would hypothetically go back to uh, the dominion it came from, wherever, like, singularity, black hole thing, and then you'll become part of a godhead. So you'll be part of God, but in the smallest, insignificant
0: way. But a part of the greatest. Aren't we already
2: a part of God in the smallest, (laughs) most insignificant way?
0: I think that's a song, isn't it? Probably. (laughs) Something to sing.
1: A hymn. (laughs) So, um, anyway, this uh, issue of Powers of Ten ends with them making that decision. Like, uh, the elder, the human elder, or, sorry, post-human elder, um, he has this uh, shell of his consciousness. It gets absorbed by the phalanx. And then it asks the phalanx, okay, so how do I know I'm really inside of you? And he's like, you're inside of me. (laughs) Are you in yet? (laughs) And he's like, well, then, if... He words it in a really cryptic way, but basically saying, like, all right, I have a sequence in my mind, so if I have it and you have my mind, then you have the sequence, tell it back to me. And he does, and he's like, all right, so it works. And he's like, yep, it works. And so, and, and the elder's like, well, then... Do we have an agreement? Does it work? And he's like, "We'll let you know in a minute." And like, all the the phalanx like people that are there like just converge into an orb, and then the issue ends. It's a megazord. Yeah, kind of. Or is it a dome? <laughs> no, it's an orb. The <laughs> dome's half a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a double dome.
0: The dimsdale double-double. <laughs> so the dimsdale <double-d- laughs> <the> dims-d- sphere. <laughs> yes. They didn't know if the phalanx was going to accept it. Yeah. So that was the whole test, why they were going to see if he was going to accept it or basically just kill them all. Turns out they are going to accept it and kill them all.
1: So you know. uh, House of X is the introduction of the five. <laughs> and this is the resurrection one. But uh, yeah, your 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 favorite part. <laughs> where they show, show that uh, gold balls all along was not creating balls but eggs. Fuck you. Haker. That were non-viable.
0: Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Perfectly round eggs. Yeah. Not oval shaped at all.
2: And then, I want to thank you for saying that. <laughs> and
0: then Proteus
1: uh, he's able to make them viable eggs and uh, then hope like puts the dna like just a syringe of dna of whoever they're going to replicate into it um after that uh, elixir starts the cellular regeneration and, and replication within the egg and then ava speeds up the time surrounding the egg so it perfectly incubates whatever mutant is inside the egg to the age and like physiology that they desire and then uh Hope just sort of facilitates it all, like by having them hold hands and she makes them all stronger and yeah, studies th- their powers. She she uh, makes them all work at their peak. Yeah. While I guess it makes sense, she can replicate anyone's power, so maybe she, why she not enhance powers it? and
0: says, yeah, Which I think Proteus could have just did this all by himself, but you'd think since he just warps reality anyway. Yeah, but yeah. they had to ruin Fabio.
1: <laughs> maybe, but he. Definitely. Hickman seems to really like teamwork. That makes which, him it, with the X Men. It makes sense. So he likes to have everything working in tandem in complicated ways, like the way with the space radio. Yeah, that makes Gold Balls everybody's mom.
2: He is, <laughs> <laughs> and in a way, though, aren't
1: these all just clones?
2: Yeah, but I don't know. They also went out of their way to be like the soul's they're... there, but they said the soul is just their memories.
1: Yeah, which like I am also... making a. a like a definitive line that like soul is memory, not like some extra thing.
2: Um, do we is it, uh, is it coming up or do we skip the meeting with, uh, um,
1: Forge? Oh, that's coming up. All right. That hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Well, it technically, did already happen, but he doesn't get. To I know it it it's the book yet. it's
2: one of my issues with Hickman's
1: run. Is that they keep on just, like, giving you one thing and explaining it later. Yeah, just bouncing back and forth. Yeah. Like, this moment, actually, like, what we were talking about before in the first issue, that's not, that can't be them after Rosenberg. Because that's them in this moment. Yeah. yeah. Like, because the, they do this thing where it's the same panels and same pages that get returned in these books in different orders, where it's like, okay, remember this part that we teased earlier? Well, this is the full conversation, so now you know a little more of it. Or this is just some more of that conversation, which we're going to, two issues later, bring back up again. Like, ad nauseum, Between like Moira and him on the bench at the carnival, they bring that up over and over yeah, again. just reuse the same page. Yeah. So, uh, that's that moment, they kind of just do it way in the beginning, and they're like, oh, remember that? It's happening now. Like, this is that exact moment after they had died in that. So, how they, Cyclops gets his eye back and stuff, like, we, that really is a mystery. He kind of was just like, yeah, fuck that stuff that happened. It didn't know. really. He didn't
0: care about anything that happened
2: in real. But did it
0: show him? without? I mean, he could have had his eye gone, or he could have been eyeless. I mean, he was blasting, like, full blasts and stuff, so.
1: It's full power. Yeah. It wasn't, like, just one little
0: beam or, like, half a thing. It wasn't like that before, though, was it? When he had his, his hands it his was run, it was a less. I don't know. It didn't look like it to me. When he was fighting at the end of Rosenberg's run, those look like full blasts, man. It's full powered.
1: No, I think Rocca remembered to not do that, but I think other artists made it seem like it were full of things. Like um, in the Champions issue, they look like regular optic blasts, even though he obviously only had one eye then, because they even had
0: the bandage. I don't know how much it matters though, because.
1: I don't the, think it the does, fucking, the comics. Well, I mean, the, <laughs> the
0: visor restricts the blast anyway. So, so you think I,
1: it would spread it and stuff?
0: Yeah. Like I make think it wire? Like to, it build up. You would tell as if he took the visor off and blasted with just one eye. But with the visor, it's probably... I mean, it's a fucking humongous blast. Bigger than the visor. And it's condensed.
1: Yeah. I guess. <laughs> No, definitely. I mean, other artists draw it differently, too. Tony's the visor mechanic here. <laughs> you know how this works.
2: <laughs> I forgot <about> him. <laughs>
3: I'm
0: also a Cyclops mechanic. <laughs> Dude, I think Wolverine is, too. Did you notice that? Uh, by the way, you know their rooms are all right next to each other. But they have fucking doors to each of their rooms. I didn't notice that till today.
2: But only, like, three into, like, every three have, like, that ability. So, like, there's 12 rooms, but they're all grouped into threes. Oh. Yeah, but only their rooms are connected. Yeah. Probably sounds confusing listening to this. Uh, In further issues, once X-Men start, there's, like, a summer's home on the moon. Yeah. And uh, Wolverine lives with them. And, like, Jean Grey's room is, like, in the middle in between Cyclops' and Wolverine's room. And there's, like, doors so they can all meet in the middle for... Monopoly. Yeah. I'm sure just some weird
1: three way game of chess. (laughs) Well, someone's chess. That's actually one of those sinister secrets, too. Is like, he's the best there is at what he does, but she's a married woman with a child. (laughs) That sounds like a TV.
2: Like, like that sounds like a new sitcom coming to ABC. Like, he's the best there
1: is at what he does, and and she's a woman who's married. Yeah. And then, and then, like, and the husband knows, but, like, uh, doesn't say anything because he's up to much of the same and more yeah, Emma's they're both
0: pegging Wolverine
2: <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> and then there's always the scene where like he's hooking up with Emma and Gene walks in and like the audience like ooh and then Gene joins in and then you have the wooing sound oh because <laughs> uh, I'm saying that Gene and uh, Emma are going to be spending a lot of time together Oh, yeah. That's true.
1: So, um, anyway, after the uh, five resurrect the X-Men's physical bodies, and Magneto's sitting there, like, explaining all this to Lorna because exposition, you know. Mm. And Xavier comes up with the, uh, the Cerebro Maker Helmet, and it, <laughs> he does this weird thing where he be- he crouches down to, to Sky, like, he puts his visor on him, and then he does this, like, so what's up? <laughs> like... Like, pose to him. Or he's just, like, he's kneeling and he, like, gets in his face but, like, opens his arms. It's just, it's just weird, like... I picture after that
2: <laughs> he, like, gets real low to the ground and crosses his arms. Like... <laughs> like, kinda.
1: Now let's go break dance. <laughs> and, like, all the thoughts um, and emotions and everything that had been replicated for Scott shoot back into his head and it shows, like, that's how they become themselves beyond the shell and uh scott's like so did it work and he's like yep don't do that again though because made me cry (laughs) (laughs) my manly laser
2: filled
0: tears (laughs) which is weird though that they just like then present them to everybody naked
1: yep that's also kind of a weird thing so uh right away after they've all been reborn storm's like get the fuck up (laughs) we gotta show everybody your naked bodies (laughs) <laughs> and then Storm does this weird, like, kind of culty, like, uh, carnival barker thing where she's announcing that they're all alive. But how do we know it's them? And so she's like, "Tell me something only we know." And then she's like, <laughs> "Even though they had the memories of playing, <laughs> exactly." So <and> <laughs> like, nobody in the crowd was like, uh, "Excuse me, that doesn't prove anything." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So she does that for all of them. But Hickman clearly gets bored after uh, Monet because that keeps going on. But now he's got, like, just Xavier saying some stuff.
0: And then they get back
1: to Kurt. And she's just, like, she's not saying their real names anymore. She's like, a Nightcrawler. (laughs) She forgot his name.
0: I thought (laughs) that was weird, too, because she said everybody's real name and then she said Nightcrawler. (laughs)
2: She's (laughs) like, ah, Craig? Nightcrawler. (laughs) (laughs) Nightcrawler.
0: Yeah, like when she went to present uh, Monet. She, like, went to hug her. She's like, don't touch me. <laughs> like, yep, yeah. this is
2: Monet. <laughs> <laughs> Must be the Monet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they all celebrate that they're all alive. And they're like, and these are the heroes of Kokoa. And then it goes from that to the, uh, they're at some, uh. The United Nations. The, they're at the United Nations. But I think it's the, oh, the Security Council. Like, there's a Security Council vote that was before the General vote to establish them as a sovereign nation and uh xavier like <clears throat> all the panels are showing everybody like talking and being chummy but xavier and emma are having a conversation in their minds he's like hey i know you influenced the vote and she's like what are you calling me out for basically and he's like no no no, i'm just saying thanks <laughs> you know because i i was all but told that like you know russia wasn't gonna fucking vote for us And we would have been, you know, not a nation then. Um, and then they let all the villains enter Kakoa. And Wolverine's all like, you sure you want to do this? It's really stupid. And and then Magneto's like, ah, well, come on, everyone's getting a second chance, otherwise you and me wouldn't be here. (laughs) Which, like, Wolverine has been on the X-Men for decades. Yeah, he's killed so many people. Yeah, for the X-Men, mostly. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say for the X-Men sometimes. For he, himself, mostly. He was never, like, yeah. a villain to them. Like,
2: Magneto was a international terrorist and their biggest villain for a long time. Yeah, but he's been part of the group a couple times. I'm just saying, like, him comparing himself to Wolverine. <laughs> like, dude, maybe you shouldn't throw it back to Wolverine. It's mostly you.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, and then, Powers of X after this... Uh this is going back in time again. Like, I don't know why he keeps doing this stuff. So Xavier is back and talking to forge like, Hey, do you think you can build, uh, some servers that are hold a bunch of like mines? <laughs> <laughs> if, you know, if I just had backups of mines that I wanted to put somewhere and he's like, uh, that's not possible. We don't have enough energy to do that. And he's like, yeah, say it was. And he's like, all right, yeah, I could do that. Uh, and then you'd have to have a, uh, aside from that initial server, you'd have to have a backup one. And he's like, yeah, I want five. And then there's this, like, kind of funny panel. Of Ford's like, yeah, all right, five. Five impossible things. And uh, Xavier's like, all right, now I got some, like, GR shit that's going to solve this problem. And he's like, oh, because well,
2: he GR also shit. He also says, like, you're going to need a shit ton of memory. Because, like, you can't just save one version of every single person. You have to continually be saving everybody. Because what if this person turns evil and you're bringing them back? You're going to just keep bringing back the evil version of them. Like, basically saying we want to be able to pick the exact version of that person that we want to bring back. Oh, I didn't even read it like that. I read I it as... Said they are just going to
1: keep updating it every week. Yeah, like, because you just have more experiences. Yeah, so, but they have,
2: they have back catalogs. They keep all the... The old versions, that's why he said that they need so much
1: memory. That's... You gotta think at a certain point in time, that's unethical. Yeah. Well, a, a lot of this, right? right? But, like, that you can bring someone back but cherry-pick the time in which they have... Like, man, Xavier really is a dick. Because like, cause I was looking for where is the Xavier is a dick moment. But it is this whole
2: thing. Yeah. Of just, it's like... This, in the last episode, and our entire show...
1: <laughs> like, he, he can pick... Whatever version of you to bring back and, and you have to just be grateful because you're brought back yeah and purposely made it that way but I mean also probably you died because of him anyway yeah. but uh, I will say to give
2: uh, Hickman credit on one thing because we are a little hard like oh though, I'm not the I way is great yeah, but the, the way we talk about Hickman kind of sounds like we don't like it at oh, all yeah. we just like Rosenberg's more um, I, I just feel like there should have been more of a segue between yeah. the two. But uh, to give him uh, credit on something, the whole uh, him going to Forge uh, to work on Cerebro, that is like from like X Men number 30 something, where like he asked Forge to, or like one of the really early, I don't want to say like an exact number because I don't remember, but he asked Forge to actually work on the helmet and make improvements. So there is precedence of that exact moment. They just changed it a little bit from making like specific changes to making those specific
0: changes. Yeah.
1: It's just all not to take credit away from Hickman. (laughs) They keep fucking up the X zero, X1, X2, and X3 in these. For the most part, they're accurate. But every once in a while it's like, how is this conversation with Forge happening ten years into the X Men, but then so is the thing with Cypher? That was one year I thought Cypher no, no. x1 is 10 years that's the whole power of
0: 10 thing no, is one year, x0 like year one. that doesn't make any sense what that was the f- not year 10 with doug and cypher that yeah. was year one no no, x1
1: is year 10 it's 10 years into the I'm career not of the what x it was i'm saying what year it was it can't be year one it was three months before the current the, the present day Year one is the carnival. <laughs> I thought that was year zero. I think it's all... That's X-Zero. F- X-Zero <laughs> is the beginning of the X-Men. I think it's all
2: Hickman's fault for how confusing he made all of this. <laughs> it is It is confusing. Because you also had a lot of questions on the sixth timeline.
1: Oh, yeah. And we're, we'll get to that in a... In a uh, that's the last yeah. issue.
2: And, the I mean, there's a chance that all three of us are just stupid. Nope. I mean, from other <laughs> things, yes, but nope. This this story is like I've reread it three times now because I'm sure some, there's somebody listening who's like, "You idiots!" <laughs> and, like it's obviously this.
1: <laughs> they could feel that way if they want to, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, it, exa- it, it goes back even further. Like now it's uh. <clears throat> a month before and xavier's recruiting um emma frost so this showing that whole like hey uh we want you like we got this whole plan for i mean here's out an island nation for mutants (laughs) and we want you to help us build the government she's all like you guys are fucking idiots. An island again? And she gets mad at Magneto because, like, you should really know not to make an island of mutants again. <laughs> They're like, but wait, this one's alive. <laughs> she's like, how's that better? Yeah. It can protect us. Yeah. Uh, and also, here's a language you didn't know existed. <laughs> and they take her to Krakoa and then she's like, she sees it and she's like, all right, one more time. For the kids. We'll, we'll do it again. And she's like, what do you guys need? And it's like, well, you already have an official trading company and we need we're kind of bribing our way into existence with these medicines but we can't trust humans to transport the medicines so your company already has international reach so we need you to do that he's like all right great so i'm like the uh was it the east india trading company or is that what it was called i don't remember i think so yeah and uh she's like cool And I get two seats, two seats for, like, why two seats on the council? And they're like, oh, because we need you to bring in Sebastian Shaw. And then that was a pretty great moment where she's like, but fucking, I just got rid of that guy.
0: Yeah. I liked when they were selling a, or they were trying to tell her she'll have exclusive rights to sell those medicines or whatever. Oh, yeah, the transport and everything. Yeah, Yeah, and Magneto's telling her, we would be willing to formalize the arrangement, of course. We were thinking a 20-year, she's like, ahem. Like so guess as I was saying, we were thinking a fifty-year <laughs> 50 year <laughs> exclusive
1: contract.
2: Yeah,
1: although at that point it doesn't even really matter because they're just gonna have like mutants do mutant shit anyway. So yeah. like they're <laughs> not like unless there's gonna be another like mutant uh, shipping company. Well, in all of like, this, she's not gonna have competition. All, all of, of this mutants, is gonna so. be
2: over in maybe a year or two comic time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, probably. Like Utopia didn't last long at all in comic time yeah like they basically just got on that island and then avx happened yeah hickman tends to do runs for about like four or five
2: years so he'll probably do that with x-men and somebody will take over and be like eh, let's go in a different way on this
1: but so far i like the Krokoa thing although um one of the maps of Krokoa shows that it exists both in the atlantic and the pacific that's weird yep i mean with gateways that makes sense but like that it's a landmass? Does it move? I mean, obviously it moves. It fucked the other island. It, it, well, that island moved to it. Yeah, but it's the same island. Yep, and it fucked <laughs> <laughs> that was That was an X-Men 2, if you're wondering. So, a little ahead of ourselves. But, uh, yeah, how... <laughs>
2: it was pertinent to what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah.
1: How the one island got split into two, and then they get back together. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a, a country song about that.
3: <laughs> Probably
2: all of them. <laughs> yeah, a specific one with Dolly Parton.
1: About an island becoming... About islands island. fucking. Really?
2: Yeah, the islands in the stream.
1: Wow, that's about they, islands fucking? It, it's the same. I just thought you meant about like people I mean, getting I think divorced
2: and coming together to fuck. They're metaphors for the islands. Like, oh. The islands are metaphors for them. But also, it's Ghetto Superstar. What? It's the same song, Ghetto Superstar and Islands in
1: the Stream. Oh. I guess. No, it just is. I can't alright. I'm, going, all right. I'm, I'm sorry. Say, I'm to, taking your word for it. I don't I don't know. I like I know what ghetto superstar sounds like. I don't know what Islands in the Stream sounds like.
2: It sounds like Ghetto Superstar. <laughs> I
1: I can I can gather that from what you said. Um so uh Anyway, she's like, all right, fucking fine, uh, I'll get Sebastian back. Because the idea is, if she's going to be the legitimate face of the Hellfire Club and transporting the medicines, they need an illegitimate uh, underground guy to he get it. The to go- work. Yeah. All the wet work. <laughs> well, for the countries that won't recognize um, Krakoa's sovereignty or work with them, they still need to get mutants out, so to ship them away from those countries, and still need to get the medicines... To those countries, to uh, allies who would work with them, yeah, and kind of under to undermine
2: the countries, yeah. So but, look and how it, much you're doing better with the little bit that's slipping through.
1: Imagine if you stop being a prick, exactly. But to also be like, we don't know how that's getting there though, because officially <laughs> we're not doing it. Yeah. Uh. Even though we're
2: powerful enough for like it not to matter that you are upset with us, you're they're holding. The whole world at ransom at the moment with drugs,
1: yeah, kinda. But like helpful drugs,
0: like really the good drugs.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they they even say though that they crashed, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but they crashed the entire medical industry, like the prescription
1: medicine. Yeah, industry. they were like, "Fuck that industry." <laughs>
2: <laughs> they were like, "Are you sure? Because it's gonna ruin
1: those the entire industry." Like, yeah, do it. Fuck them. <laughs> Uh so and then Emma's like, Alright, well I will do it, but I also need one more seat at your uh your quiet council is what they end up calling it. It's a quiet <laughs> council where they get together and talk. It's right? They don't know the definition of words, these people. They wanna run a nation? It's crazy.
2: Well you haven't noticed that every time they start talking there's a, somebody going shh, <laughs>
1: shh,
2: shh, off panel.
0: Uh <laughs> they host in a library.
1: Yeah, and that that librarian thing that that was all weird till the end. As <clears throat> you brought up librarian, just made me think of the librarian character. Oh yeah, fuck that uh-huh. guy. So anyway, Xavier then invites all the bad guy mutants. So that's also another thing that happens. So like out of order because we already see him walk in. So right. We yeah. To see him invite him. It's like Hickman decided like he's gonna do a thing, and then the next issue he's gonna explain how he did that thing. And that's like the entire series is like. Do something, then like explain. Oh, and this is how that happened. And then d- does something, and then explains how that happened. It's like I'm a shitty th- magician. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: it it does the magic trick, and it's like, and how I did that. This is how you're stupid. <laughs>
2: it's like that guy that was on the WB for a long time, and was just doing magic and showing you how
1: to do it. Oh, I don't remember that at all.
0: <sighs> yeah, magicians hate the guy. Oh, I think I know what show you're talking about. It was on Netflix. Yeah, the black mask. Yeah.
1: Oh, and then there was a a moment, too, where, uh, so Xavier is inviting everybody, and he gets a Namor, and Namor's like, all right, so let me get this straight. Uh, You guys finally realized you're not humans, not in the way you want to be, that they're never going to love you or appreciate you, even if you might deserve it, and that you actually are better than them, and you started your own nation because of this. And you think that I haven't thought I was better than everybody else in all this time? It's like, fuck you. Actually, I think. Like, way to <laughs> finally get to where I've been. Because
2: I, I know you got it pulled up there. I think you should read the quote yeah. from Namor where he, like, it was, yeah. it's like, you
0: want to play king.
1: That shit was dope. He's like. What's not quite play king, but.
0: Oh, he said, uh. I'll just read this the second half when he, like, dissed him. Yeah. It's good that you finally figured this out, but let me ask you. Do I strike you as someone who's just now realized how much better I am than everyone else? Yeah. And do you actually think I believe that you feel this way too? Go away, little man. Don't come back until you really mean it.
2: Yeah. That's one thing I have to give Hickman, and he's he's so good at writing Namor.
0: Well, I think he did really good with characters because he wrote Namor good, he wrote Magneto good, and Sinister. They all have their like they're the characters yeah. and i even think cyclops was
1: written well in this and then for some reason he just sounds really weird in the x-men book i feel it like it was he... fucking
0: weird x-men was so weird it felt like pleasantville
1: yeah it didn't feel like hickman was writing it like it i mean he obviously is but
0: well it... he's used to
2: writing the fantastic four for five years and he wrote the entire summers family like they're the fantastic four
0: and then cable calling gene mom weird yeah yeah like how old are you kid
2: yeah that's also what I was telling. Kind of not his mom.
1: Like I, yeah. Well, also kind of is. Kinda, but like a clone of his mom is his mom. Wait, Whoa. what? His mom is a clone of her, so she is kind of his mom. Um, but it's. Did you read that issue? But uh, Scott and the um and Rachel and Nathan. I read X one, not two. Okay, not two. Never mind. That's not what we're talking about anyway. (laughs) So, uh, anyway, that that happens with Namor. And then it jumps into the future where the phalanx decide, yeah, we're going to accept humanity uh, by this term. Like, but to do that, like, this is what's happening. And then that's when they they replicate the Elder, and then the replication of the Elder kills the Elder. And it's like, this is what's happening. And so tomorrow it's going to happen for the entire planet. Uh, and then that that ends that. <laughs> <laughs> this is now, uh, I,
2: I like that you can hear on the mics that you turn the page. Yeah. <laughs> to that, you're like, ow, there's nothing really after this. <laughs> yeah.
1: So then uh, we get back to the last issue now of House of X. Uh, Xavier uh, puts on the helmet for the first time and declares his intentions for Krokoa to everybody in the world. Uh, So this is another, like, flash sort of backwards because we're way past this point in the, you know, the present continuity of things. And it's just showing the moment where he's like, you know... I wanted to like you guys and I did like you guys and I wanted you guys to like us and you didn't like us and we have these great medicines now and I would have given it to you but now you gotta buy them and you gotta buy them by accepting that we have our own nation. He's so fuck you guys. He's so much more
2: threatening than how you're making him sound <laughs> right now. You're making him sound. Guys, like I try to do it and it worked mm-hmm. out. It, like we can't get it to work out and it was a pain that. No, that is not the tone for that. (laughs) He is straight up magnetoing it. He's like, oh, we tried to give you the easy way, but now we're forced to do it this way. It's somewhere in between what you just said and what I was saying. No. (laughs) He was straight up a villain about it. You know. No, uh, he
1: was assertive. He was assertive. It got to a point where, like, Alright, this is getting dark, but that was toward the end of what he was saying. It was like, you know, we've tried, we've actually, we have saved your lives, but while we were so nice to you, while we were so great, you stood by and watched our children be murdered and die by the millions. Which, like, in those moments, too, like, in the panels, you see that it's like the Avengers are, like, kind of looking up at the thought bubbles and stuff. Like, yeah. it, he's in her head. I just, and, like, the Fantastic Four. I love the idea though of him being like, so, you know, we were looking out for you, and you you let the kids die, and um,
2: yeah,
1: it's not that. In that, he's I'm sure he was much more serious in those moments, where, but it's <laughs> so, kind of fucked up because that's something that never really gets addressed. Is that all the world superheroes give no fucks about the mutants, like at all? They're always just like they can handle their own issues themselves. So yeah, the other superheroes, they kind of suck when it comes to the, the mutants. Um, and then it, when it gets to the end of that, that's when it gets real menacing. Where it's sort of like the superiority complex. of Like, look, we're better than you. We're the next thing. We're letting you have your time. But, you know, while you thought you were going to have the world forever, uh, what's the line? Like, you went to sleep and the world changed. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, the, um, yeah, while you were sleeping, the world changed overnight Yeah,
1: something like that. Just a badass fucking line. It is a badass line, but uh, that's where he's, like, real menacing, like, where he becomes elitist and a menacing, like, Magneto. Yeah, he sounded like
0: Magneto, and eh? it's funny because it shows Magneto's face while he's saying that, and Magneto's smiling. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah, under- we are. Because he knows he's,
2: like, you know, like, the the whole time he's been trying not to be, like, you know is I was, right?
0: Magneto, like, wrote the speech. (laughs) (laughs) I bet he did. That's a good point. Sorry, so he's smiling because he's like, I I wrote that shit. That's a good speech right (laughs) there. That's my line.
1: (laughs) So, um, also, uh, the Quiet Council gets introduced, and they meet for the first time and uh, decide what their laws are going to be. And uh, right away... Because, uh, um, sinister says something to uh, what's his name? I, mean, I know he says his name's Paris, but like his like Exodus. Exodus, yeah. He says something to Exodus, and Exodus is like, don't talk to me. Like kind of it's like I'll fucking kill you if you talk to me. And so sinister's like, uh, how about first law? No killing mutants, killing mutants. Maybe lock this guy up over here.
2: <laughs> you know, we should kind of. Put that down first
1: before anybody kills somebody else. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I think it's apocalypse is like, how are you gonna, uh, you know, how is it gonna be a crime to kill people who can't die because their whole system is that they be brought back to life, and so apocalypse is probably saying this now as like, now you can really test yourself to the point of death, and then there's no repercussions. <laughs> you just get brought right back. This is kind of a good point though for like danger room training. Now yeah. you could just like,
2: fucking go at it. Yeah. Like, besides it just being Wolverine.
1: And, uh, I think it's Gene who says, no, it should be the opposite that like, because humans can't get brought back and mutants can get brought back. The worst crime should be mutants killing humans, those who are superior killing those who are inferior, basically. And they're all like, all right, yeah, that makes sense. And so right away, Sabretooth, cause, oh, right. Cause they bring Sabretooth, uh, out. 'Cause he's like their one prisoner.
2: And that's gotta suck to like be be tried and they're discussing what their laws are gonna yeah, be. Yeah, before Friday. they're even there's like no <laughs> precedence, and they're like obviously he did like something bad. What if we make that against the law what he did
1: specifically? <laughs> but they don't do it predicated on him. It's just sort of like he's in that moment hearing that's what the law is like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, Guys, I know you're talking about me. <laughs> and so they're, they're going around uh, with what laws should be, and uh, um, Sebastian Shaw wants to get start getting into, like, economics and properties, uh, laws and stuff, and they're like, yeah, that doesn't matter right now. Um, well, Doug says. And Doug, that's what yeah. Doug points out, that, like, hey, this is, like, a person, not a place, so, like, ownership is, like, weird. Yeah, and technically on Kakoa, if you own property
2: there, that's slavery.
1: yeah. And, uh, but Storm's like, well, it also is our home. So like, you know, a sense of ownership is like entangled with that, but maybe you don't actually own property except for out in the regular world. And, uh, that's when, um, man, I spaced on his name again. That guy, Exodus, Exodus, he's like, <laughs> just do that the rest of the podcast. Just remind them about Exodus. <laughs> yeah. And that's what Exodus is like, uh, look, this is something that we should be respecting and uh, building up because it's it's giving to us all and give, like it's giving us a home and, and everything. So they're like, all right, the next law then is going to be that we respect the place in which we live. We respect Koa. And then uh, there's a point, and it's so weird that it's these two, but Mystique, to kind of make fun of and tease nightcrawler is like well we haven't heard from the most like pious of us yet and what do you think about all this and kurt quotes the whole like be fruitful and multiply verse from the bible and it's such a weird thing because it's tech it's like someone's mom is asking their kid hey son what do you think we should do and he's like fuck (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
0: we sh- we should be banging. It's like a really weird thing. Xavier's response was hilarious too. He's, <laughs> he's like, "Thank you, Kurt. I couldn't agree more." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's,
2: he to be fair, he just got out of a wheelchair, <laughs> so <laughs> he's been waiting
1: to take that dick for a test drive. I completely forgot about that, but he's just walking around. Uh, yeah, But so I just, I just thought that was weird that like it was between like uh, a uh, mom and her son. And he's like, "Yeah, we need to be fucking."
2: <laughs> I like the idea though of Xavier, like with his head down, like "Come on, come on, come on," and then Kurt's
1: just like, "I think we should all fuck more." And he's like, "Yes!" <laughs> <laughs> and so when you turn the next page too, though, that becomes the next, uh, the the next the next page is the only three laws of Krakoa, and the first <laughs> one is make more mutants, yep. and then it is don't kill humans, and then it's respect Krakoa.
2: <laughs>
0: at the bottom in small print they had to erase
2: the when they first wrote out the first law cause
0: Charles just put fuck I, I think Charles manipulated Kurt he put that thought in his head he's like we to fuck. <laughs>
2: finally like they make like finally his dick works and they make the law that you have to fuck and then he's not going to be able to enjoy any of it
1: <laughs> and uh and so Sabretooth is like, uh, all right, I see what's going on here. Um, you guys are trying to fuck me is what's going on. <laughs> They're trying to stuff me in a big dark hole. <laughs> and so uh, Magneto was like, oh, and Xavier's like, well, look, now we have to decide what we're going to do here because we've just made these laws and we have to figure out what to do with you you get a second chance because the laws weren't made or are you made an example of? And Magneto right away is like, look, I told you exactly what to do and you fucked up. So, fuck you. And, and then everyone basically in line is like, yep, fuck him. But he's also like, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. And they're uh, like, do you have anything to say for
2: yourself? And he's like, yeah, um, fuck you.
0: I like Sebastian's response. He's like, because they're running through the quiet council, like, what do you guys think? He's like, I don't care. Fine. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, get rid of them. Sleeping through the fucking meeting.
1: Uh, Well, because they're not talking about money and property. This is the only thing he cared about. and uh, He's less involved than the empty seat that's still there. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And the weirdest thing, too, is like, so Xavier's like, all right, so we can't make you a problem for the rest of the world. But also, we're not tolerating any prisons on Krakoa. So you're in exile, but you're an exile in this deep, dark hole forever, just forever falling or stuck in a weird stasis that, like, is forever. So fuck you, because you're going to. And then also, like, we can't kill you because then you just get reborn because of our protocols there. And I don't even know why you put that in there, because they can't kill him at all. Because it's, it's Sabretooth. Like, he's just not going mean, to die. They could still kill, kill him. Drawn his ass. Well, but then he would just come back after the fact, wouldn't he? Like, how come he
0: hasn't been drowned to it, this point? You can drown him. Wolverine drowned his son in a puddle. Yeah, you just got. And gotta, not. He died. Forever. Yeah. Well, not anymore. He's back. But. Well, all right then. Well, so it doesn't work. <laughs> well, you just gotta That's make just sure scandalous. that
2: you just gotta make sure that he never like can breathe, because as soon as you take him up, so this is morbid. Uh, but <laughs> if you chained uh, a bunch of weights on him and threw him in the ocean, he would stay dead until, like, the chains rusted off.
0: And he- no, he would die-die. Well, He'd die-die? Ken <laughs> died. He just got resurrected, I think, from Apocalypse when he had Sentry, Ken
2: it, it all depends on which writer's rules, because as far as, like, Deadpool's healing factor goes, and, like, same with Wolverine.
0: As soon as they have the opportunity for life. Yeah. Well, Ken's healing factor is stronger than Wolverine's because he doesn't have the Adamasium poisoning his healing factor. He heals faster.
2: Yeah, but Deadpool's is uh, stronger than Wolverine's, too.
0: Yeah. But I'm saying Wolverine is not stronger than Dickens.
2: Yeah, but Wolverine survived.
0: Wolverine—he should die in a son for like a while. So you—you <laughs> you you
1: know, d-
2: I just noticed his hot claws are gone.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you just noticed. <laughs> well, like it became less relevant because the Infinity Watch stuff
2: is yeah, done, right? All, all the Phoenix stuff, but they never did anything with it. As far as I know, I think it's
0: because everyone thought they were dumb as hell. Yeah, they were
1: yeah, stupid. I just thought there was alluding to him being the Phoenix because obviously. Hot claws.
2: I mean, they did, but, like, the Phoenix version of him is, like, after every planet ends. And it's just, like, him, Thor, and Doctor Doom left.
1: I don't know, then. I don't know. It's silly, anyway. Like, there are already claws that can cut through anything. Yeah, it made no sense. Make yeah. it hot. Like, I understand you make a metal hot so that it can cut through things better, but, like, it already can. So, so we can cook
0: hot dogs on them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he could cook his enemies.
2: <laughs> so, because so he keeps stabbing all his friends in the stomach, that way he can at least cauterize the wound. I know, that's like the only thing you can do with him.
1: So, yeah, I, it just ended up in a weird, ambiguous space with Sabretooth. Like, because you know, I, I don't even understand that punishment. Because how is that not a prison? I, I know, I was
0: just about to say, he's like, we're not going to have a prison. It's worse person, than a prison. <laughs> so we're just pulling underground.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. A, way worse than any prison. I I know, but how isn't it imprisoning? It's a prison. Yeah. Just without food. Which is worse. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the healing factor. <laughs> His stomach will keep eating itself and regenerating. Or unless like Xavier's just like I we see how much resources get wasted in like the human prison systems. We're not gonna do that. just fucking <laughs> a hole. Yeah. Throw them all in a hole. Just like <laughs> eat parts of your arm, watch it grow back and eat it again. Like that's how you're gonna survive. Well, and also,
2: like, maybe Xavier just knows that, like, he'll drop him in the hole. He will die, and he's just not going to bring him back.
1: But he says that, and then he goes, you know, unless we decide otherwise later. Yeah.
2: Well, you know there's going to be some point in the future where Sabretooth, like, grabbed onto something and for, like, two months has been crawling his way back up. Yeah. It, and also, wasn't he just a good guy? When did that change? Uh, yeah, they, um, ignored that, like they did with Tony Stark. The only person who actually got a fix to that issue was Havoc.
1: Weird. Weird, because I mean, he was a good guy for a while. Yeah, because he was in X Force. Because and even when he wasn't, like, and he was—he was an uncanny X Men. Like he was on uh, Magneto's team of X Men. Yeah. He was in Weapon
2: H and in Iron Fist. He was a good guy in both of those.
1: Yeah, and they were just like, nope. <laughs> He's killing some people, uh, robbing a flash drive from somewhere. It's almost like Hickman doesn't care what happened <laughs> it Almost, yeah. It's crazy. Um, And then uh, the mutants have a big old party. Yep. And they fuck. Im- implications,
2: yes. <laughs> I mean, technically, as far as the book goes, it's implications. But also, Hickman pitched the idea of the book as there's a big mutant orgy. Yeah. So, he said, the writer himself said... It's an orgy, but they just didn't have the balls to show it.
1: Yeah. Although, Emma and Scott are the only ones who kind of look at each other like they're about to fuck.
0: And,
2: they do. Well, and Logan You and should. Scott.
1: Well,
0: you <laughs> should post those pictures of them, like, staring at each other. Oh, well. Logan was looking right at Scott. He wasn't looking at Gene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scott had a hand on his ass. <laughs> well, now, them, now they're roomies. Yeah, where's Jubilee? Because I know fucking Dazzler's not making these fireworks.
1: No, it is. It's uh, Dazzler making the light show, and then Siren creeps up behind her and yells, and that's when like there's a bigger explosion of light. No, I know it
0: is Dazzler. I'm just saying they're fucking fireworks. Oh
1: yeah. And Ju- Jubilee's not there. Yeah, well, yeah, somewhere. Bullshit. She's on Krakoa. Because she's there for uh, Excalibur. I mean, I'm sure she can make shit look like fireworks. It Doesn't matter. Just nitpicking. nitpicking. <laughs> Dazzler can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> right after he's saying Dazzler can't do shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> She's my queen.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was happy she showed up. That small fucking cameo, just like the movie.
1: <laughs> uh, so, Powers of Ten. Exactly like the
0: movie. Because that was not a forest too. Yeah.
1: Show up, make a light show, and that's it. Yeah, the comic was just missing all the red cups and teenage angst. Yeah. So for what we're supposed to be like middle adults, like we're like middle 20s. Like
3: early
2: I, th- th- I think they're supposed to be... I mean, there's a couple people that are in their like, 40s and 50s. Charles Xavier is supposed to be uh, in the, the movies. Um, uh-huh. The version of him that we see in Apocalypse... It, or not Apocalypse. Um, what was the last Phoenix? movie they crapped? Yeah, Phoenix. It, it's like an eight-year difference between that and the first X-Men movie.
1: Yeah, but like three decades? <laughs> it, it's like those eight years were rough for
2: everybody. <laughs> Um, Cyclops never mentioned his
1: brother again. uh th- did someone say it was an uncle or whatever? Well, or did brother. they not even? Oh, they did say it was yeah, brother. It, uh, they just changed the older order. brother. Oh, okay, that was dumb. How much yeah. of those movies are
2: dumb? Yeah. I mean, we're gonna be watching the movie for what we're doing next
0: week, so.
1: Yeah, that but that one. that one was less. Dumb. Well, I
0: liked most of them. So. I said so I like most of them anyway, so I said and that was a good Peter Dinklage. one. He's cool. Yeah. He's got a mustache in it. Is that noteworthy? Yes. He's always. got a mustache. It is. it is now. I thought it was a great juxtaposition.
1: Okay. Uh... <laughs> there any... I wanted to elaborate, but it sounds so bad, so I'm not going it to. Look. Look. It's, it's like... just... Yeah.
0: I just you off. I was looking at this fucking image. It's that one that Tony was talking about with uh Gene and Emma. It's cause it's Emma and or Gene and Scott looking at Emma. It looks like Scott's like, hey, we should get her in on this threesome. Yeah. And Gene's like, alright. <laughs> and she walks over there. No, but Gene's face
1: is like, you mean foursome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I
0: took and that. And that's what
1: Wolverine's staring back like. What's well, up? That page is kind of just all reconciliations, right? And it's the beer's like a symbol of that. Like Wolverine gives them the the pack of beer and he takes two and he's taking it one to that guy, that samurai. Who is that supposed to be? Um I think he's one of the Hydra guys, right? Isn't he like the Samurai uh, guy. Yeah. Uh Do you have like, is his name Gorgon or something? Like he doesn't Whoa, he like he Gorgon? looks at you,
0: you turn to stone I don't and know. he also happens to be a samurai? I was wondering what they meant by <laughs> because that or Gorgon. That's I,
2: such a weird job to like <laughs> Like, usually
1: when you're like, oh, he happens to be like... Yeah, because I think he's not actually blind. He just can't look at things.
0: Oh, okay. Because, yeah, I was like, who is... Because they list him as one of the captains. And I was thinking it was the Inhuman, but I was like, hey, that guy's not mutant, though. So
1: Yeah. Um, so I think that's Wolverine, like, all right, this a fresh start with this guy. And then that's sort of Gene and Emma, like, all right, fresh starts between us two. And then, but there's a, the look Emma is giving Scott and then while Havoc's next to Scott, the look Scott's giving her back. I think they're the only ones actually looking at each other like they're going to bang. Everyone else just seems to be having a good time.
0: They're going to yeah, be having well, a good Jean time. Well, Jean was baby. looking at her
1: like she wants to bang too. <laughs> well, I don't know because those panels in between, they're like, she's
0: reluctant to like, yeah, all right, yeah here, here's your beer. I think she's Merc just trying Cole, to play it cool because the face she was like, oh yeah. He's just trying to all not right. act excited now. I think you're projecting. But okay. <laughs> Probably.
2: Dude, um, Scott's gonna be projecting.
1: So power is a ten. <laughs> so is a 10 uh, jumps all the way back to the carnival, again, with uh, Moira going up to to um to Xavier, who's just all like dumb smiling. And then uh, they they get back into that same conversation that they keep going back to of, like, eh, I just had a great dream. And it's like, you know, it's not a dream if it's real or whatever. And then they jump all the way forward again to uh, 1,000 years into the X-Men. And the librarian uh, goes to the zoo that, like, they kind of show early on in the series where you're not quite sure then what's going on because these don't seem like humans they seem like mutants because they all have blue skin and stuff and they're like it seems like the uh the sentinel like the whole robot culture is now subservient to them whereas in the year one like 100 years into the x-men it seemed like the robots were taking over and the mutants of the humans were subservient to them and mutants were still fighting which is so weird that he he did that because they're all different lifetimes so it's weird that it's year, uh, you know, one, 10, 100, and a 1,000 when it's not actually. No one Hickman, he'll just tell us later. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, because he even says early on that, like, who could have predicted the, you know, crazy, uh, unpredictable ending that was the whole man machine mutant war? And that ends up being revealed as these people are post humans. Who are just humans, who uh, yeah, like could androids. tap into? Uh, well, not even that. They they tapped into uh, just their genetic engineering, and were able to make themselves super people. Like yep. all the other super people who weren't. Uh, but mutants. didn't they do that with uh, like robotic enhancements? In the year, uh, well, the 100 years, the X two, those were robotic enhancements. These guys were just saying enhanced, and they just kept saying post human. They weren't saying they themselves aren't robotic. I thought that's they why used, they like, need, nanites or something to. No, the, those are Omega Sentinels, but that's why they the the Phalanx can't absorb them because they aren't robotic. That's why they needed to make these robotic shells to put their consciousness in. Which, when you think about it, is exactly what Xavier's doing. It's exactly what Xavier's doing with the mutants. He's yeah, putting just consciousness more organic. In,
0: uh.
1: Yeah, because well, he's replicating organic material with their bodies. Yeah, with the But they're program. still just memory banks on servers. Yeah. And that's ultimately what the post-humans do, is they put their own consciousness into a mm-hmm. server that the phalanx can absorb and you know carry on from there. So the librarian is talking to uh, Logan and Moira because they're – like, this is the last small group of mutants, and – Um, apparently Logan lives forever all the time, always. So he's just always going to show up as an old ass mutant. Yeah. They didn't really age him in this though, which
2: makes more sense to me than like the old man Logan timeline where it's like 50 years in the future and he's aged like a thousand years.
1: Yeah. Well, he
2: smoked heavy in that universe.
0: He's just got a little bit of gray hair on a beard. That's it. Yeah. In this one.
1: Uh, and they explain Moira being alive because coincidentally her and Logan have the same blood type. So he just gave her blood transfusions or some shit. And, like, he didn't really go into deep. Like, anything that Hickman seems to be seems to feel is, like, a weak point in his, like, plots or whatever, he does not at all discuss. He's just like, oh, no, lucky for you guys, you were the same blood type. And then doesn't touch it again. Like, he just has the librarian say that to them. Like, what are they doing? Di- uh, dialysis, like, the whole time? <laughs> right. Uh, so, the librarian's talking to them. Um, And he starts speaking in English, which at this point is like a dead language. And so Moira and Wolverine realize, oh, he's been eavesdropping on them forever. Because like when he first gets in there, a random mutant attacks him. And he's able to shut that guy down just with some weird TK power he seems to have. And he's like, look, my enhancements are better than your mutation. You should know better. You know, get out of here. And Wolverine uh, walks out of the the, uh, foliage and he's like, he wants to be free and the librarian's like, that's stupid. He doesn't even know what free is. They don't know if there's an outside environment. And Wolverine's like, oh no, I'm sure to tell them every day what revolution is and that they're held captive. Uh, and then he starts speaking to him in English and he's like, oh shit, that's a neat trick. You talking in English? He's like, yeah, I downloaded it. Uh, and then that's when they realize, oh, you've been eavesdropping on us then. He's like, yep. So I know if you die, you erase this stuff. He's speaking to Moira. And that he's having a conflict of like tomorrow everything ends because the phalanx are going to absorb all of our society and all of our consciousness and then destroy everything. And so then I get to live as a little piece of God. But like in what I am am thinking is not a real world. Like I'm just going to be a copy in a digital space that's not real and I don't know if that's better than being able to physically touch flowers and, and breathe air, and so, and Wolverine's like, why are you telling us this? And he's like, well, because I want you to convince me which way I should go, because either if uh, I have arranged for the two of you to be transported off this planet before this happens, and if that happens, I get, I become part of a god that is beyond space and time. And once I am a part of that God, that God knows you exist. And that God, since it's beyond space and time, probably is not going to like you having any power over it. So it's probably going to exterminate you before you have your power, like after you die, like the same way destiny did. Yeah. Well, uh, threat too. Uh, Whereas if I let you die before I become part of that phalanx and that Godhead, you have the ability to undo this and i'm trying to figure out which is i prefer and uh they go on to start talking about like how he they didn't know what the true enemy was and that's when the librarian reveals that this whole time it was the humans ability to tap into their uh their genome and edit themselves into superman that like uh mutants Adapted to their environment, but humans got to a point where their environment no longer mattered, so they could supersede mutation, and so that mutants were always they were only superior uh, in theory, and that the humans were always going to make make themselves better, and that Sentinels only you know they they bought them some time, they bought them a few years, and the Nimrods bought them a few decades, but eventually humans would get to a place where you know they're all supermen, and because they're perfect. I mean, they can eradicate the mutant gene anyway and just make themselves exactly what they want to be. And uh, the mutants would never stand a chance. It's just sort of like an oddity now. Because there's no use for them. Yeah, why well, they
2: have them in a zoo now.
1: <clears throat> yeah. And so realizing that, like Moira knowing, okay, that's the actual, like, that's the thing. Because she was thinking it's inevitable for the machines to come to, ex- to exterminate the mutants. That actually it is always humans that are their enemy wolverine kills the librarian and he says something kind of snarky like oh dear robot gods was that fucking fast enough for you as a, as a comment to what the librarian said you know mutants not being good enough to fast enough to stop him um and then <laughs> stabs moira in the guts because of course he does is uh, kind of his thing it's his thing <laughs> and and he even says this is what this is what i do <laughs>
2: <laughs> the best there is at what I do what I do is stab my friend
1: and Zan Hickman says so ends the sixth life of Moira McTaggart and that bugs the shit out of me because early on in the issues it shows a uh, linear timeline for all of her lives and the sixth life says she dies like that's the one where she's an assassin killing all of the Trask family and that she dies when she discovers a wild uh, sentinel factory does, maybe they stole her. Yeah. She does was reported
2: dead. I mean, does it say straight up she died or that she disappeared?
1: No, oh, it says dies. I don't know. Yeah, because yeah, that that timeline ends. The only ones that had continued were uh, nine and ten, and then it's revealed that nine was the apocalypse one, and that's the whole. That that's part of why this whole uh year one for the X Men year ten for the X Men, year two, uh, year one hundred and year one thousand doesn't make sense. Because they are different lifetimes of Moira. They were all dumb and pointless, in my opinion. Like, year 100 was always the ninth lifetime of Moira. So it was not directly connected to 10 or any of the other ones. And apparently, year 1000 was always in the sixth lifetime of Moira. Which means Moira knew since that sixth lifetime that uh, the humans were the problem. That they were going to take themselves to the point of uh, post-evolution and post-humanity. Um, with the machine subservient and mutants like completely like as a an afterthought, like she's known that since then, and they've only just now gotten around to to this. Like it just felt like a moment that was but she was busy. There's no six in this timeline. Yeah, you count down six.
0: No, it skips it. Life one, two, three, four, five, seven, eight,
1: nine, ten. Oh, I counted down straight. I didn't go from that. I just went to the end. And I counted down six. Okay. Uh, then right, then never s- mind. It a makes a little more sense. It makes more sense, but all right. He was hiding this and see,
2: showing you the whole time.
1: It's, um, it still means she waited till the very end to try to do something about, like, humans becoming this.
2: I don't know, but it also puts a little bit more weight on her joining up with Apocalypse. Like, that's how desperate she was after that and, like, still couldn't, like, teaming up with Apocalypse, still couldn't get it done.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think they just did that the year 10 and stuff so that you thought it was all the same timeline then you realized, yeah. oh, nope. Because they don't tell you till the end, of both of those.
1: Okay, it, it makes more sense. So then I was reading, sev- like, 7 as 6. 7 was the one where she was assassinating the Trask line. But then that's also weird that she was going out of her way to kill the Sentinels when she knew it wasn't the Sentinels that were ultimately the problem.
2: All right. She's tripping. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Do you got anything else you want to add on to this?
1: Uh, Well, kind of Moira's journal pops up in this uh, issue, and that kind of just explains why so much of the X-Men still is the same in their history, their continuity. Like, because Xavier would have moments where he's like, he doesn't, like he rejects what she showed him, and so he does Xavier shit trying to do the x like. You know, trying to save the world that fears and hates mutants, um, and then why Magneto would break off, like why they weren't always a cohesive team, even though it seemed so obvious the way they set it up in uh, the first year of the X Men that they should be, knowing what they know, where uh, where she shows Xavier that they always fail, and they both go to Magneto and show him, hey, you fucking you fail every time, so hard. Um, why even after all that they still break apart and why Magneto would have ever fought the X-Men still so it's sort of his way to, to keep um, X-Men history while also saying his thing is the real thing like it was oh, this was always the great plan Yeah, that they finally come back around to Um, and even like shows that like Xavier had this idea of how like they could bring back like a certain power sets together uh, w- like, worked in tandem, they could recreate fallen mutants, and they just need to find one that would uh, bend reality and sort of like uh, nudges why Proteus, like, because isn't Proteus her son? How well, she ultimately yeah. has him. <clears throat> Which is also weird, though, because it also implied that they always knew gold balls was going to be a thing to make the eggs. Yeah. <laughs> He's inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, Xavier's like, there's got to be a mutant that's going to be able to make non-viable eggs <laughs> that we could then have a reality warping mutant make viable <laughs> like it i don't know it was it was weird and then for some reason there are like entries about Xavier that get redacted just cuz
2: yeah i don't know why they couldn't just make them like they were actually gold balls and they turned them into eggs yeah instead of them being unfertilized eggs and it's a weird power
1: yeah, and then they go back. They show that Moira has been there the whole time on uh, Krakoa because she's not present during all the present stuff. <laughs>
2: that makes him like that Super Mario villain, the bir- uh, bird. <laughs> 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 yeah. Makes...
1: Well, in that, if do you remember um, the no space, the the so called like tumor Ooh. of Krakoa when they were explaining the different areas of Krakoa, that no space, that's where she is, like in her own like kind of secret layer um and <laughs> no space
2: sounds like where a, a lawyer points that out in doll <laughs> the no
3: space yeah
1: uh, so uh moira stresses that she has to stay a secret and that they can't revive destiny because they're like all right the council went well we're a nation so that's great but mystique had uh, some stipulations one of which that we bring destiny back to life and she's like fuck no yeah, she can't. She can't be back. But she's saying she can't be back because like they can't have any precogs. Anyone who could see the future because if they see the future, they know that they always lose, and they don't want to like start a panic. And Xavier Magneto's like, look, we've never actually all been united before. This is like the one time. So maybe we won't lose. And at, at some point, everyone's gonna be able to deserve like deserves to know the truth. Uh, and she's like, fucking whatever. But. No, and I think mainly because she's like, "fuck that bitch."
0: Probably, yeah.
1: Yeah, they have kind of a history together. Yeah,
0: I think she
2: just
1: doesn't like her. <laughs> Probably, it's kind of like she's dead. She could stay dead. But that's uh, and Pox. Yep. Yep.
2: And then uh, this has been this issue of Max Men. Thank you for joining us on that. Uh, just go um, if you could go check out our uh, our Facebook, our Twitter, and our Instagram. Uh, all of them are at Max Men Podcast. And, uh, again, uh, go and check out uh, James and his podcast at Marvel A to Z uh, and his Twitter, which is Marvel A to Z. Uh, yeah.
1: And, oh, uh, we have shirts for sale on T Public. Just uh, look up MexMen on there. Not just shirts. We, oh, anything uh, yeah. that they sell that they put our, uh, our, our uh, yeah, images on.
2: We have coffee mugs, like uh, carrying coffee mugs, an actual yeah. with the handle.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we got like the traveler mugs. We got stickers.
2: Y'all want stickers? We
1: yeah. got stickers. There's stickers. There's
0: traveling mugs too. Yeah, there's traveling yeah, mugs. mugs and like traveling ones with lids. I didn't know they even sold those
1: Yeah, lids. it's in the the drop down menu like the way you would pick like yeah. a shirt size. Zip-up hoodies. Oh, but, you can switch yeah, mug. you can switch the mug from a regular to a oh, traveling. It's cool. regular and zip-up hoodies. We got yes. those. Basically, yeah.
2: anything that you can put your logo on. Overalls. Yeah. <laughs> Not overalls. Whatever, whatever you <laughs> feel comfortable over-
1: giving us money for, we would like your money. Yeah. And you can have that thing. That's available.
2: Yeah, they'll send you a thing. And, and then they'll, and we we'll get, get some money. Yeah, support the podcast. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, yeah, that's it for today's episode. See you later. That's for today. That's for today. <laughs>